is going on grinders it's chief we're in the building it is take your pick up it is wednesday june 21st 2023 and uh, i am so glad to come on and hang out with all of you beautiful people in this industry we're 30 minutes early today we've got a, a, a earlier mlb slated we've got some heavy hitters coming on behind me so i am uh getting this thing cranked up and then i will get out of your hair and, and allow these other beautiful people to come on and talk about some traditional dfs i am here to discuss the pick em sites uh strikeouts and you know pitching outs and fantasy points and things of that nature what some of the pick em sites like prize picks underdog vivid etc etc mr mp thanks for coming to hang out today kind sir uh, if you're a friend of the show, you know we're going to kick this thing off with winning words of wisdom. And this is a good one this morning. Uh, when I came across it, I said, man, I, I, this is the one for today. And this is coming from Les Brown. And here's what Mr. Brown has to say. He says, in every day, there are 1,440 minutes. That means we have 1,440 daily opportunities to make a positive impact and i thought that was an incredible quote there incredible statement as well because every day you wake up every day your feet hit the floor every time those eyes open every minute we do have a shot at making a positive impact in someone else's life in your life in your family's life your children's life and so i'm i'm, I'm a big proponent man i i do think that positivity and I, I'll, I'll say this a small ripple effects it's a force multiplier man you'd be surprised how much peace you can keep in your home just by continuing to be positive even though things are going to get a little rough sometimes but if you keep that positive outlook uh, there will always be respect there will always be love and that's at home at work uh out in the community so forth and so on uh you know i do think in general man we just become a more selfish society i remember being a kid and i felt like people were more giving of themselves giving of their time and they had more of their hands to to give than to receive and i think we've kind of become a society of takers rather than givers let's turn that around let's become a society of givers give your time support a local charity uh, support your local community and watch how little things in your life can continue to turn around for the better. All right, we're going to kick this thing off. We'll go with our recap. Yesterday, it felt bad, and then I went back and started checking cards and looking at things I had in. Definitely wasn't as bad of a day as I thought. We did not get the sweep on yesterday, but that's okay. Uh, on the month right now, we are 18, 21, and 2. So as we get closer to the end of the month, you're starting to see that corner turn. We were in the... We were, we were really in the ditch here a little bit earlier this month, really behind on in terms of trying to catch up with these plays. But as you look now, we're starting to starting to turn a corner. Yesterday, Marcus Stroper was pretty much our top play on the board at 91 and a half pitches. Uh, he was able to eclipse that number, so that was a win. We also had an additional Marcus Strobin, uh, uh square there at on, on his fantasy points at 29 and a half. He was able to go over that one. We had Spencer Strider at nine uh, strikeouts. We wanted less than that projection. He ended with the push, and I figured it was a push or a win 
went out on a limb with that one. Uh, and obviously he went, I think, six innings, 100-something pitches, got that ninth one in the sixth inning. And I said, well, you know, it's not. But I did still think it was a good opportunity for us. And then we went with Mr. Perdomo. And this one hurt me, Perdomo, out in Arizona facing Colin Ray. Didn't do anything. I think he had five or six at-bats in this game. And that's something that was very disappointing as other guys continued to churn away hits and runs and fantasy points. And Perdomo just didn't do anything at the top of the order. Uh, which is why I typically like to stay away from bats most of the time, uh, just because I feel like they're slightly less predictive, um, even, even in a great spot like that, but that's okay. So we ended yesterday 2-1 uh, with a push, and once again, that brings us on the season, excuse me, the month of June, 18-21 and 2. So that is uh, where we are at the moment. And uh, yeah, we were close with the sweep. With the sweep, as Boom Shakalaka said, very close with the sweep. Perdomo just didn't get there, and I, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. So as we continue to hop into the place, we're going to go ahead. So today we had this on Monday, and I don't think that wasn't the reason for the sweep. It's just the the, the plays were still up, and so we had this on Monday, and we're going to continue to attack this again today. I mean, we're we're on. We're going to be basically hammering vivid picks. I mean, they've got the better lines as of right now. Some have moved on price picks and underdog. And we're going to kick this thing off. And I'm going to start with Kevin Gaussman. Now, Kevin Gaussman is a guy that we're going to be able to get him across the industry no matter what. So this isn't one where I think it's shifted on us just yet. I think it's the same across the board. But once again, as a whole, we're going to concentrate on vivid picks this morning okay so we're going to go ahead and get this pulled up and talk about kevin gaussman at six and a half strikeouts and this guy has absolutely been a favorite of mine this season uh as we have continued to uh utilize his particular uh his particular projection so we've got him at six six and a half and uh i i like i like more than that projection here now he's facing the miami marlins Obviously, we always talk about Luis Arias. If he strikes out, I mean, it's just a blessing. But I don't – my assumption is Luis Arias isn't going to strike out at all today. But the rest of this lineup, I think we see some strikeouts here. And we, we can see here that on the season, Kevin Gaussman, 34% K rate, 33.3% K rate to lefties, 34.8% to righties, 35% the past 30 days, 32% to lefties, 37% to righties. And once again, if for those of you have that uh, have not talked about Kevin Gaussman with me or have heard me talk about Kevin Gaussman, the reason I like Kevin Gaussman so much, man, he's got this splitter. And uh, it's a little bit harder to hit than some of these other pitches that these guys see. And so when I pull up the splitter numbers for the Miami Marlins, you're going to notice very quickly – that uh, these guys aren't going to hit the splitter well. And so as a result, as you can see, look at the, look at the K-rate numbers on this. And obviously that's in limited batted ball events, but limited bad plate appearances. But most of that is because they're not going to see the splitter as much as they would see other pitches. And so this is the reason why I'm always in on Kevin Gausman overs or more than the projection. And so we can get him at six and a half. I think – Personally, I think there's a little value there, and I'm saying value in terms of how I would have projected Kevin Gaussman. My assumption is he would have come out at six and a half today, but I, I mean seven and a half, excuse me. But I think because of a few rough starts or two back-to-back starts with not as many strikeouts, I think we've got a bump down on the actual sports books, and so for that reason, I think 
uh, Kevin Gossman. This is a very good investment with us today. So Kevin Gossman, six and a half. Once again, this is on Vivid. Kevin Gossman hasn't changed across the industry. He is the same, uh, I think, on all the sites right now at six and a half. He may bump to seven by the time uh, the uh, the game kicks off, but I would continue to to get in on this six and a half while it's still available. So uh, our next one up, we're going to stay in the same game, folks, and that's going to be Sandy Alcantara. So we've got Sandy Alcantara at, uh, at five and a half strikeouts. And so what we want to do, I want to take less than that particular projection. We just have not seen the high strikeout stuff from Sandy Alcantara that we saw last season. And what I mean is his, his strikeouts last season, when I pull it up, as you can see, he was around 23%. This season, around 21%. And he's just not pitching as well. Now, he is a guy that historically is going to pitch better at home, and that's the truth. But I also think the low strikeout rates for the Toronto Blue Jays are going to limit the upside at five and a half. So what I'm hoping, you know, we've got Springer. This is just a projected lineup, but Springer's at 16%, Merrifield at 17 Bobachet at 18 Ladd at 15 Varsho 21 Chapman and Horowitz obviously have pretty high K rates. Horowitz, very low plate appearances. Chapman, 247. He's historically been a guy that's going to strike out anyway. Kevin Kiermeyer at 19% and Tyler Hyman at 17.4%. He's also got limited plate appearances. But the bottom line is, as a team, this team just doesn't strike out a lot. And so what I'm hoping is they can just continue to limit the damage with Sandy Alcantara, even though he's going to be at home. Uh, I think Sandy will pitch better today, but my, my assumption is the strikeouts will perhaps not be there. So that's one. This is another one where I, where I really like it. You look at what Sandy's throwing. Uh, a high sinker guy, obviously, because he wants to get those ground balls, change up slider, fastball. So that you can look and see where he is on the on the spectrum. Really good pitch mix, but I definitely think the uh, Toronto Blue Jays are going to be able to put their bat on the ball today. And just because they put their bat on the ball, that doesn't mean it's going to result in hits. But if they can get the bat on the ball, ground outs help lower strikeouts. So I don't care if Sandy goes three innings and uh, is at 40 pitches. Just continue to get those ground outs. I'll take it. You know, Toronto can score runs. I'll take that too. Uh, but we want less than five and a half strikeouts. All right. I'm going to move to our next one here. This is another one early. So as you can see, what we're, so far we, we put some early feelers out there. I'm going with Tyler Wells. And Tyler Wells is facing uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. And so typically I will not try to attack the Tampa Bay Rays. But Tyler Wells, folks, is having himself, I mean, a season. I, I like what I'm seeing from Tyler Wells. We've got him at five and a half. I was hoping he would possibly bump down to five at the recording of this show. Still at five and a half. I'm going to take more than that projection, folks. And here's something that, that's incredibly interesting about Tyler Wells this season. I want to compare some last season numbers. So here's what we see here. Tyler Wells has taken a leap. So 26% K rate on the season, 29% to lefties, 24% to righties. Last season, we saw Tyler Wells at a 17% K rate, 22.3% K rate to lefties, 14% to righties. Last 30 days for Tyler Wells. 34% K rate overall, 40% to lefties, 29% to righties. Now, Yandy Diaz and Wanda Franco are going to give him some problems, and I understand that. I'm expecting him first time through the order to pick up at least three strikeouts here, and then let's see if we can pick up three 
three more the second time through the order. Uh, if he can get Luke Fraley right out of the gate, I'm going to feel fantastic. Hopefully he picks up a strikeout from Randy Rosarina at least once. And then from the bottom of this order, maybe he can get two. So perhaps, perhaps we can get four strikeouts from uh, from Tyler Wells the first time through the order. And if so, I'd be feeling fantastic, especially if the pitch count isn't up uh, incredibly high the first time through. So once again, I do like Tyler Wells here. We can look at the pitch mix and just see what he's throwing. So he's got fastball cutter, change up slider. Those are the main ones. Fastball cutter, main two, change up, definitely a little bit off speed. And then he's got the slider as well. And so I, I like what we're seeing from Wells here. And I think that's, I just think it's phenomenal in terms of how he's improved this season. Uh, if he can continue to progress this well, you know, we may be looking at an ace on our hands out there in Baltimore that they did not expect. So my prayer is that he can continue to pitch well today. I think there are enough strikeouts in this lineup. Once again, at the top of this order with Yandy and Franco, if he doesn't strike those guys out, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be worried. Um, but with the, with uh, Fraley, I'm hoping he gets Fraley early, and even Randy Rosarina, I think he can get he can pick him pick him apart a little bit here in at least one of these at bats. We've got a question from Boom Shot and he says, "Do you like his 2K and one to two inning for his live prop for Wells?" Absolutely, I do actually like this uh, today in terms of uh, the live offering. So, so basically, what we're asking is, can he get two strikeouts? In the first two innings, I think that's definitely in the cards, especially Boom Shakalaka. If one of Yandy or, or Franco get a hit, so if one of them gets a hit in the first inning, that opens up a, a, a few more opportunities for him to get closer to the bottom of the order between the first two innings. So I don't mind that at all. Now I'm, I'm probably going to stick with the five and a half more than the live, uh, but I don't I don't mind the live at all. And and I, and I haven't checked the live board yet. So now that you've mentioned it. I'm absolutely going to probably get a little bit of that in on prize picks as well. So, folks, we're going to go through our recap. Those are our three plays today. As a matter of fact, let me give you a bonus play. I, I will limit the analysis on that uh, because I know we got to get out of here with the other guys coming behind me. Uh, but I am going to go to the Seattle Yankees game. Let's go with Louis Chico, seven strikeouts. That's a guy that I like today. I'm going more than that projection. Facing the Yankees, we know Aaron Judge isn't there, and he's definitely got some strikeouts available. 28% for Bowers, 30% for Stanton, 24 for Rizzo, 30% for Donaldson, 27 for Higashioka, 30% for Volpe. We've seen his strikeout rating in the past 30 days tick up just a tad to 32.5%. So not a lot of analysis there, but I did want to include that one in there. We will include that one, include that one in the official tally. So uh, right out of the gate, we've got <clears> – excuse me, everyone. We've got Kevin Gossman, six and a half strikeouts. We want more than that projection. We've got uh, Tyler Wells at five and a half strikeouts. We want more than that projection. We've got Sandy Alcantara at five and a half strikeouts. We want less than that projection. And then we've got Luis Castillo facing the Yankees, slightly watered down lineup with no, with no uh, judge there, seven strikeouts. We want more than that projection. Folks, thanks so much for joining me. You've been tuned in to take your pick em. I am Chief. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. We'll see you tomorrow.